Welcome to How to Actually Change the World. My name is Darvin Muentes. I am your host, and today our co-host couldn't be here. Uh, please pray for Ray uh, as she is actually getting surgery right now. So we are going to be praying for her for a speedy recovery, but praise the Lord that she could do that. Um, today is no less exciting than any other podcast that we had it's so awesome that we get to uh, interview some really, really great people, uh, and today's guest is no different. Very great person. Today, our guest is Christina Karras. Now, before we get into our guest, um, please like, subscribe, go ahead and do all the things to uh, make sure that you know when the podcast drops, and so that way more people can get this content now christina please say hi how you doing hi, i'm so good that's I awesome having a beautiful day great praise god that's awesome to hear uh <laughs> christina tell us a little bit about yourself what uh first tell our, our audience what what did you do at the university uh i was at the university uh and i got a master's in fine arts in acting um i left and I went to live the Hollywood dream, and I've been doing so for a long time. <laughs> wow, that is yeah. awesome. Well, that already brings up so many questions to my mind, right. but that that is so cool. Now, first, give us a little bit of insight about yourself. Um, some, What is something that stands out from your childhood that makes you you? Oh my gosh, I think I'm really lucky that I've always known exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Um, wow. as a girl, I made up stories. That's what I did. That was my town. Um, I spent a lot of time alone in my imagination. Um, I've never once questioned what I wanted to do or I've questioned if I was going to do it, but <laughs> and now I've never questioned what I was born to do. I've always known. I've always had a deep just a deep knowing. And I, I thank God for that. I've always had that because that's definitely gotten me through some of the darker days. Yeah. Of, you know, what is life? Who am I? You know, like all these things. All the questions. Yeah. God told me from a very young age what I was born to do. So I'm very grateful for that. Praise God. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, you, said the Lord told you. So please tell us a little bit about your faith. I I, I see someone I, right now who is like beaming. <laughs> that's a book in itself. Um, I have always known God before anyone ever told me anything about religion or even salvation. Hmm. I knew God. Um, I grew up in a bit of inconsistency in my childhood and that's when I started going into my imagination. Hmm. And I don't know if you've ever read the book Walking on Water by Madeline Lingle. Hmm. No, but she talks about how when we're kids, so many things are possible. Yeah. And then when you grow up, they become impossible. But I remember like in my, I don't know if it's my mind or whatever. Like I remember like playing with angels as a kid, like creating stories. No, I couldn't see them, but I always felt something. Mm -hmm. I, always, I never felt alone. I always felt like this presence with me. Yeah. And so as I've gotten older and entertained different doctrines and theologies and people, 
life gets complicated when I get away from that. Yeah. So my faith is the faith. I mean, of course, I, I serve Jesus. I love Jesus. But even before my childhood intellect could know what salvation was, I've always known God loved me mm-hmm. and God was with me. Amen. Amen. Very basic. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's so important to remember is that like our faith is as deep as it is so easy to grasp, you know, like it is infinitely like the, the riches of the Lord and the knowledge of him are so, so, so deep, but it is also so easy to understand that a child can understand it. And that's, that's such an awesome testimony. Yeah. And like, I'll, I'll say in my adult life, it's trying to understand though, that has gotten me in trouble. Hmm. Because in my search for understanding, that becomes more important than knowing. Yep. And to know something is not to understand it mm. all the time. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. Because I, I didn't understand the way the world worked. I didn't understand all these different things about God. I just knew it. Yep. So I think sometimes for me personally, I have to surrender the need to think that I need to understand. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's so important. I mean, like, yeah. we all know that planes fly. Not all of us know how they fly, you know? Uh, so that you don't need to understand how a plane flies in order yep. to trust that it flies. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's so important for us. You, you can trust in Jesus. You don't need to know how or all the depths of everything that it is. You just need to know that he is your savior. And when you know it and you trust it, you you can learn all of those things. The Lord teaches you all of those things. That's his grace to us is to teach us all those things as we go through our lives. So that's awesome. Uh, So how do you find your way to Regent? Tell us a little bit about that story. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it's really funny. Even though God told me from a young age what I was going to do with my life, I ran away from it hmm. uh, for for many reasons. I, I struggle with a bit of unworthiness. Hmm. I struggle with insecurities and I just really didn't believe him. So I was a runner. Some people chase dreams. I was a runner. Mm-hmm. Self-sabotager. Hmm. Um, I went to Regent. It's crazy. I went to Regent to prove that I couldn't be a Christian and an actress. Hmm. Crazy. Because I just didn't see how the two would go together. Yeah. I didn't know that in my mind, but subconsciously I was like, no, I need to go into the ministry and do drama at church and da, da, da. how am I supposed to, you know, do this Hollywood thing? And I was there for about a week before hmm. I realized, oh, they can work together. Yeah. So for me, Regent was where I went to tell God this ain't it and mm-hmm. he oh yes it is <laughs> it was it's a gift that he gave me that I'll always cherish I loved every single moment of being at that school yeah praise yeah. him that that that's awesome when we when we seek to prove the Lord wrong <laughs> oh that's a <laughs> that's a tough game you're playing there you know right 
<laughs> well, praise and, God. And so tell us a little bit about your, your experience in the, you said you had your MFA, right? Your Master of yeah, Fine Arts. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about your MFA. What was that like? It was amazing um, to just be around because I was a, a pretty new Christian at the time. I've been a Christian for uh, maybe two years. And it was ama- amazing to be at an establishment with people who had relationships with God. Yeah. Uh, just the faith. Like I would go to chapel on Wednesdays, I think, and I went to New Life Church, and I just really, I just flourished in my faith. That's awesome. It grew a lot, and I took classes from professors who had a little more knowledge than I did of how to combine faith and art. Hmm. I really needed that to know how those I'm still figuring it out, and I'll mm-hmm. probably be figuring it out for the rest of my life. But at least it gave me some kind of foundation. Yeah, yeah. So how, at, at least at this point in your life, how do you think those two things combine? You know, from the things that you've learned so far, how how do we combine our love for a typically secular um, environment, secular calling? I, I wouldn't even say secular calling, but a world that's more secular and our desire to honor Jesus with our entire life and bring it into that place. Another book. <laughs> but I'll <laughs> to sum it up. Where I am today is many years ago, someone said to me, this was probably 15 years ago, um, Christina, you do know that you are the greatest character that you'll ever play. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I've been learning that for the past for the next 15 years meaning I think anything God calls you to he gives you like it's it's in your DNA it's in you right mm-hmm. and so he created you to replicate creating right yeah where I've gotten myself in trouble is when I start to fashion myself off of other people's models yep because there's a difference when I'm doing my work for the kingdom versus I'm doing my work for the world or myself. Yeah. So faith in art for me, a lot, a lot is knowing that they're parallel and God loves me too much to let them get too out of balance. Yeah. Me, if I'm not on set right now, it's because I'm not supposed to be. He's mm-hmm. preparing me for the next role. And if I am on set, he's given me everything that I need to create this thing. Yeah. But for me personally, it's a constant surrender to what is. Yeah. Amen. You know, because I, I don't want to find myself in a place and he doesn't want to find me or lead me to a place where the art that I'm creating is distancing me from my own truth right and i've that's happened to me yeah i've had seasons of wilderness and darkness that i you couldn't have told me at regent and actually if i had known what i would encounter in hollywood mm-hmm. would god led me to move to hollywood i would have said no absolutely mm. I would have been like, nope, send me on a mission trip. Send me to a <laughs> church. I'll teach some kids. Because 
I had no idea the things he was going to take me through to be able to create the art that I'm currently creating. Yeah. It's all a master plan. Yeah. That you get to say yes to and you get to cherish the invitation for. Amen. Amen. What a good word. Man, you're... <laughs> I love it. Um, so you, you've been to Hollywood. Yeah. Now... I tell our audience, what have you done so far? I mean, what what are some of the, the projects of you've done? I've done a lot of TV. Uh, I recently just uh, came off the new Law & Order spinoff, uh, Organized Crime. Wow. Uh, I've, yeah, I've done a lot of guest recurring roles. That was one of my favorite. I was in New York, I guess, like four months filming. Okay. Uh, it was during COVID, so wow. <laughs> crazy <laughs> that must have been crazy in new york for sure it was, it was crazy and i just went to new york last week and it's like back it's like you know normal but gotcha. it was like it was really like heavy it was yeah. heavy it felt oppressed just a lot of yeah can was... imagine what so tell us a little bit about that was the the streets were they as empty as like so many people were saying like oh yeah because yeah. i went to Times square a week ago versus when i went to Times square there were like five people walking through Times Square l last year. Wow. When I yeah, oh my it was, gosh. It was empty. Yeah. It was. And that yeah. Times Square is never empty. Which so is that's why. Broadway wild. shows and Broadway was closed at the time. So wow. it was a Yeah. My um, goodness. Yeah, but I've done a lot of TV. I've led some films. Um, I'm currently writing a film. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, are, can you share the name of this film? Not yet. Okay. But it's definitely something God has asked me to do. Um, That's awesome. I said yes to it. And this is, you know, a bit of advice. Just say yes. Because yep. you're going to end up saying yes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Don't the trouble. Don't be like me. Just say yes the first time. <laughs> that's that's a good word too just say yes to the lord i mean every time that someone has said no to him it did not turn out in the right way you that's know he always wins and he's like okay that's fine yep so he told me to write this film like five years ago so <laughs> and with that being said he's so perfect that he fashioned everything to be exactly what because he knew i was gonna run he knew i was scared to yep. do it and that's how, like, that's my relationship with God. Like, sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, man, you think of everything. Yep. You love me so much that you know exactly how much I can take. You know exactly, like, he's so specific. Yeah. Um, and that's love. Someone who pays attention to you. Someone who knows you. Someone who, who, who loves you in a way that they don't control you, but they lead you in love. Like, yeah. just, you know. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you face. So you must have gone through some challenges going to Hollywood, you know, and you told us a little bit of stuff that you encountered. Uh, but just tell us a little bit about the challenges. What what would be probably the the, the worst challenge that you had to overcome and that you overcame? Well, I've been doing a little bit of reframing in my mind. So now I call them gifts. Gotcha. So I would say the gifts that I receive um, 
my intimacy with God has always been like a superpower for me. Like I, I I've been very zealous at times. Like I just, I love that intimacy. And I think the number one way that I've been um, tempted and assaulted spiritually is through distracting me from that intimacy. Hmm. And I think, that's probably happening to everybody on on some level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so I developed some trust issues. Hmm. And although I love Regent University, I love my experience, I didn't realize how much of a bubble it was. Hmm. And I was naive to go to Hollywood and think it was gonna just- Be just like yeah. Regent, yeah. And it did not, okay? <laughs> um, and I think that's the one thing that I think I wish I had been more prepared for. Um, but I, it, that's not anyone's fault or anything. That's just my own journey. Because yeah. if I needed it, God would have showed it to me. But I needed to go through what I went through. Yeah. I needed to gain and I needed to lose. Yeah. Because he needed to know that at the end of the day, he's the prize. Amen. That makes me his prize. So when someone says, well, who is Christina Karras? I don't even have an answer for that anymore because I could be something different tomorrow. But the only answer I have is that I'm God's daughter. Amen. And that has come through years of like, painful experiences yeah of realizing everything every label every booking every ev even every friendship every relationship anything that i try to hold on to to define me it's it's so dangerous and so my biggest lesson now and how i aim to live my life is i'm just i'm just a god a, I'm just God's daughter. I'm just yeah. a child. Like Amen. not taking me down, but just making things very simple yeah. for me. Yeah. Praise God. What a good word. That 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 was a great way to to segue into our pause. I, I think that was such a good like just reminder to everyone. Hey, we are God's children. We have to remember that. You know? When in I think it's in John uh, in the first chapter of John, where he says that we have been given the right to become children of God and be called children of God. So, amen. Claim it. You gotta, you gotta definitely <laughs> say it every day. I am a child of I the Lord. You. So, amen. Yes. Cool. Well, we'll take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Think you can change the world? So do we. Regent University offers Christ-centered associates, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in more than 150 areas of study, including business, communication, and the arts, counseling, cybersecurity, divinity, education, government, law, leadership, nursing, healthcare, and psychology. Courses are offered online and on campus in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Learn more at www.regent.edu. And we are back. This has been so fun. We've been talking some really cool, meaty things uh, and talking about being children 
of God and walking through a world where, you know, there are people who don't know this fact uh, or who don't believe this fact and and claiming it every day and not walking away from the intimacy that you have with the Lord. That's such a cool thing to hear uh, coming from someone who's been in Hollywood and is actually in the industry, you know, and experiencing all the things that someone experiences. So could you tell us a little bit about uh, just some of the culture of uh, mm-hmm. acting and and that world? I mean, you've been to Hollywood, so, um, you know, for those who want to be actors, who are fledgling actors here at Regent, uh, or that want to go to school for acting and uh, they want to go to Hollywood someday, why don't you give them a little bit of insight? Well, I have good news and bad news. Um, I guess I'll start with the bad news first. Uh, and this is something that I learned from Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, she wrote E Pray Love, uh, hmm. and she wrote a book called Big Magic. And she talks about how she had like a number one best selling novel or number one best selling book, and she was still working her day job. Hmm. And she talked about how we can't put the pressure on our creativity to support us because then we become less creative because now we're putting these these confinements and parameters and like i gotta get this job and i gotta do this and i gotta do this and then it it just so the bad news i think is that if you're an artist if you're not in a field where a degree equals a paycheck then you have to let go of the ideas of what you think this art is going to do for you. Yep. Because you are in a public service job. As an artist, you're a scientist of the soul mm-hmm. or a heart doctor of emotion. But because you're in a public service job, you don't get the three and $400,000 guaranteed paycheck. Now you might, I yep. don't know. But you might as well set yourself free from that today yep. and just surrender to, well, I might not reach the idea of what I have, but I'll reach what God has called me personally to do. Yeah. That is not to say you can't, ex- you can't claim prosperity in your life and that you can't believe that God will bless you. It's just your servant. And one of my favorite quotes by Madeline LaEngle, again, is that when the, when the artist is truly a servant to the work, the work is better than the artist. Hmm. If it's not, then you were serving yourself. Hmm. So that transition into the good news that I can only speak from my own personal experience, that God is faithful. Amen. And he's never left me out to dry I'm prosperous. I used to have a dream to be a working actress. Guess what? I'm a working actress. I don't go to any other job. Yep. I act or I write or I, you know, whatever. I was a nanny for many years. I did. So, I mean, I, I've done so many different types of jobs, mm-hmm. but today God is faithful, Yeah. you know, and I still have dreams and desires and things I want to, I want to get to, but at the end of the day, I'm a servant. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. It might not look the way I think it should look, but it looks the way it needs to look 
for yeah. the prosperity of my soul, which yeah. is number gold, God, I yeah. believe. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I think that's such a cool, a cool like way to see, hey, the Lord is faithful. I mean, like that isn't that the promise of the gospel? Is that the Lord is faithful. He said he would do something and he did it. You know, like it is what we believe is as believers is he's said that if I believe in Jesus, I will be saved. He will do it. He's shown himself to be faithful before and to see that faithfulness in your own life. That is awesome is he is faithful. That is incredible news. So that that's really cool. Um, so how did your relationship with the Lord while you were in Hollywood, while you were on set uh, for the, the it was it CSI spinoff uh, oh, or oh, Law and Order? Mm-hmm. Law and Order spinoff? How, what was it called again? Organized Crime. Organized Crime. Uh, yes. And where can people see that? On NBC. On uh, NBC? Or- okay, cool. Um, so while you were on set there, how do you feel like your your relationship with the Lord like grew in that time frame. I feel like when you're on set at different different like jobs, different sets, there's probably some new aspects of the Lord that you can see and you can get to know a little bit more while you are in those. So what what did you see in that? For me, I will say my relationship with the Lord has grown more in the not being on set. Hmm. Um, the not hearing him, the, in 2020, I had over 150 auditions. Wow. Easy. And this was during the pandemic. Wow. I booked one job, a commercial in November. I decided it doesn't matter because every time I got to do that audition, I got to show up and I got to serve my art. Law and Order was my first audition January of 2021, and I booked it. Wow. And I said, oh, everything I went through when I was getting told no, when I couldn't see the light, Mm -hmm. everything that happened grew me to be the person I needed to be to embody Dana on the set of Law and Order. Mm -hmm. So for me the growth has come more when I'm not acting. It's like, kind of like an athlete who practices, 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 practices so hard so that when they get to the game, they can just have fun. Hmm. For me, it's kind of like that. Like the growth happens in my solitude so that when I get on set, I'm just beaming light. Not to say I haven't had experiences, but that's normally how it goes. There's a long waiting and preparation. And then there's like that. Okay. You revealed, go be the light. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know, it, I, it's so cool hearing you say all these things and, uh, hearing you talk about your relationship with the Lord while you're in the midst of some pretty, like, that's hard. That's hard getting told no. Uh, and that I imagine has to like bring up some fear, um, would you talk a little bit of some of the fears that you've had and how you've overcome them and you've had to confront them? Hmm. What has been my biggest fear? This, have you ever heard that quote that it's not our, what is it? It's not our darkness that we are afraid of, but it's our greatness or it's not our, 
it's not our weakness. We're like, we're afraid to be great, mm-hmm. which in my mind, I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah. Like, why are you afraid to be great? But I think that's exactly what my biggest fear was. Hmm. I think I was afraid on some level, almost like it's too good to be true. Hmm. Like, did God really ordain my life to look like this? Or remember I said I was a runner or a self-sabotager. I would fear myself out of being great. Hmm. And it makes no sense because in the Bible, God called all kinds of people to do all kinds of things. Yep, yep, <laughs> that he did. they were qualified to do. And so what I've had to overcome in life and what I really learned is that I was saying I was a Christian and I was saying that Christ works through me, but I was trying to do the work. Hmm. So was I any better than a Pharisee? Was I any better than a workspace person, you know? And so I wasn't truly operating in love Hmm. because I was afraid I can't do it. And the truth is I can't. Yeah. That's the point. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, so it, it kind of, it revealed to me that I hadn't totally grasped the gospel Hmm. because if I had, I would know that it's not about what I can do. The whole thing is to be linked to someone who can do anything. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. That's really good. Um, So I wish we could keep going even longer (laughs) because there's so much, so much that we could talk about here. Um, But I want to give you a chance to answer this. Um, so we normally ask this question of all of our guests. Uh, it's our favorite question to ask. It's the name of our podcast, How to Actually Change the World. Um, so, Christina, in your point of view, how does someone actually change the world? I think you change the world by being yourself because yourself is such a unique expression of God and it's needed. Yeah. You don't have to add anything. You don't have to take anything away. You don't have to be bigger. You don't have to damn anything. Authenticity changes the world. Yeah. Being yourself. Yeah. That's that's really good. I, I think sometimes we think that we have to be this big grand thing or we have to do this incredible uh thing to show that we've done something for the world or that we've done something awesome. But I mean, like when you're authentic, you're drawing people to you. And uh, there, there are two commands that Jesus gave us that sum up the entire law. And that is love God and love people. And when you love others, you are showing God's love to the world. And you can't fulfill that first one without doing that second one uh, mm-hmm. and vice versa. They, like, they're, they're both so imp- important. Um, and when we're authentic, when we're genuine, that's when that's happening. So I think that is incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining yeah. us and being on the podcast. Uh, to everyone out there who has been listening uh, and has enjoyed the podcast, thank you as well. Um, please like, subscribe, go ahead and hit that bell. That way you can get notified every single time an episode drops. That was Christina Karras. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everyone. That was how to actually change the world.